It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. He's given you the money line, the business special report. He's a best-selling author, news anchor. Dobbs mania sweeps the country. And now he's taking his talents to Lou Dobbs Sunday. It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. Welcome, everybody. I am Lou Dobbs, and thank you for being with us on this beautiful Sunday in America. It's, I have to start this way, I'm under an obligation of some sort to do that. Uh, We are coming to you (laughs) live on Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 58. Can you believe that? And I've seen every one of them, um, but only one in person. (laughs) It sounds good when you say that, right? It's amazing to think. Uh, how many Super Bowls there have been. I, I, I just I cannot believe it. And when you add to the mixture, the, the madness of the Super Bowl, everything going on, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, event worldwide. Even people who don't know what's going on with Super, uh, Super Bowl they, or football, they watch it. Uh, but, oh, you add Taylor Swift to this thing, and <laughs> you've really got an event. Uh, by the way, I saw a picture uh, of her airplane, her new airplane. Now, it's this thing is, uh, it, it looks like something, space age, and it's just an amazing uh, aircraft. It's amazing what you can get for, what, $70, $80 million. Uh, but what a way to travel. And you know what? Speaking of traveling, uh, we're under the impression that there may be some movement in the White House and uh, the person who occupies the Oval Office. That's right. I'm talking about President Joe Biden. He is right now under greater scrutiny than any president since Nixon, in my opinion. Uh, He is in real trouble. And his troubles are all of his own making. But it's also like a fever that is breaking, in my opinion. There's no difference, really. Uh, Significant difference, I believe, in his mental impairment. I think he's been impaired from uh, throughout. You, you remember the campaign of 2020? Everybody's a clucking about uh, and, and clacking about uh, the, the Robert Hur, the special counsel's report, talking about him as being a uh, you know an, a, an old man who can't remember anything. Uh, but he's been that guy for a very long time. You remember he conducted the campaign of 2020 from his basement. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a more vivid image that comes to my mind than the one of him uh, campaigning in front of people in their cars in circles. <laughs> you know, it looked like a drive-in where everybody, you know, you know, maybe half the class had a had a date that weekend. It was amazing uh, to see. And he actually won the presidency. He, it was his. He won it fair and square. Or did I go too far with that? But he won it. Uh, and let's be honest about it. Whether it was fair and square or not, he's there so we can deal with it. Uh, but we're going to litigate that election for a very long time because there's a lot of history there and there's a lot of history being made right now because President Joe Biden is officially, through the report of special counsel Robert Hur, he is a man with impaired facilities. The question is, is he fit for the office he holds? And the answer to it to this point has been a resounding no. The polls say it, 80% of the polls, uh, 80% of the folks polled saying that they think he is either A, too old, or B, 
too impaired, uh, read impaired, uh, to be president of the United States. So something's going to shake loose here. And in my opinion, I, I know everybody's talking about this is going to take weeks and months to solve. I think this has taken on a life of its own once uh, Taylor Swift uh, and uh, Travis Kelsey have left Las Vegas. Uh, the country will be focusing on the White House and the ability of this man to serve as our commander-in-chief. And I, I cannot imagine anyone saying, oh, yes, let's get us another Joe Biden, uh, just what the country needed. Uh, think about the, these three years of anarchy that uh, that he's brought to this country. In three years, opening wide the border uh, with this, uh, on the s- southern border, the border with Mexico that now belongs to the Mexican drug cartels, I love this. I love this Alejandro Mayorkas. He he goes to Congress. He lies through his teeth. He tells everybody just, you know, we think the border's under operational uh, control. We've got that. Uh, the border's secure. As uh, somewhere between 10 and 15 million illegal immigrants have poured through the course of three three years. And the, and the, I love watching like NBC News or uh, ABC News or MSNBC and their, their anchors and reporters are talking, yes, everything Things fine here as people are rushing by them. Get out of the way. We're 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 on our way to uh, El Norte. Uh, we're nowhere. We're not staying on this side of that border. Uh, and all you have to do is pay the cartels about ten to fifteen thousand dollars a head, and you're you're suddenly in America. Uh, it, it's ridiculous what has happened to this country, and I want to talk about this today. I want to hear your thinking on what this country has come to. We have to have some sort of mass psychosis, some mass hypnosis. Uh, I don't know what it is or some sort of spell that has been cast across this country. When you can have 10 to 15 million illegal immigrants enter this country and no one's upset, it seems. Everybody's just, okay, that's fine. We don't care how many of them are are cartel gangs. We don't care how many of them are from uh, China. And by the way, the number is of 23,000 in the last uh, short while here, in the last uh, three or four months, 23,000 military age males from china have entered the united states that's that is just what we know about can you imagine how many have entered that we don't know about and no one is walk no one not in the republican party not in the democrat party certainly is asking wait a minute what's going on and why are all these military age males entering the united states without wives children girlfriends why isn't there a family unit What's going on? These are refugees. They're all of them running from from a girlfriend that they they're breaking up with. I mean, what is it? You know what it is. And no one will talk about fifth columns. No one will talk about the potential for domestic enemies uh, that have entered this country by the millions uh, just since Joe Biden took uh, took the presidency. And you have to ask one. The first question you have to ask is, why is no one talking about this except for for me and perhaps a handful of others? But the reality is we are watching the formation of a fifth column. Now, why is a fifth column important? A fifth column being uh, a group within your country that is the enemy of the state and is working against the state, uh, subverting it uh, from within. Uh, just as we saw in World War II uh, in France, uh, where it was uh, infiltrated, the fifth column grew up amongst both uh, uh, Germans that entered uh, France and French who were sympathetic to the Nazi cause. Uh, France, by the way, people forget, <laughs> it took about six weeks for Hitler to uh, to make 
France surrender because he had basically the entire administration of the country already inside the borders of France. It was over before it really began for for France. And meanwhile, take a like-sized country in like circumstances, and that would be England. They were the first to fight through and stood alone fighting uh, the Nazis, uh, thanks to the leadership, I truly believe this, Winston Churchill was the most remarkable leader that any country could have had in that moment. And by the way, the the person I think is closest to Churchill right now uh, in national leadership is none other than Benjamin Netanyahu. He is standing tall with his nation, his young nation, against Joe Biden and the Marxist Dems who run him and this uh, this government of ours. The Marxists are in control, folks, of our entire federal government. And they run this president, and this president doesn't have now, I think, much shelf life left because of the the her report and his current mental status. And, and if you want a lesson in disinformation and misinformation, the propaganda, what the Democrats are churning out right now. Now, now watch us, watch what they do is, is I describe this. The first issue was, my gosh, he is, he's stolen classified documents. He, he's got them. He, he, he's improperly kept them and he's absolutely improperly shared them. That's the big story. Biden steals documents, classified, top secret. You don't see that headline anywhere, but that's how he got them. He took something that wasn't his and took it home. And it just happened to be some of the most classified information in the, in the hands of the federal government. And he kept it in where? His garage, next to his Corvette. Because you never know when driving a, a convertible Corvette, you might want to pick up a, a handful of top secret documents and take a look at them. Uh, it, it's crazy. The next headline, though, in the national news media, uh, is uh, Biden is impaired, and he d- he can't remember what in the world he was doing. He didn't know when his son died. He couldn't remember uh, anything uh, for, a, for a large period of time, including when his vice presidency ended. He was vice president of the United States and didn't know whether he was vice president still or president. Folks, that's not just a memory loss. That's a guy whose wiring has gone completely uh, screwball. Uh, that's you don't have to be a, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, uh, or a behavioralist. That's a screwball, and that's an unkind way, perhaps, to say it. But it's nicer than saying he's crazy as hell. And that's where we are. And that's the man we have as commander in chief. And we're going to talk about. Obama's uh, Obama's role in all this. We're also going to continue the next headline from the national media. They've now focused on his mental, his lack of mental acuity, but now they're saying it's all about age. And by the way, that's that's a clever way for the national left-wing media to bring Trump's name into it all, and they've done so. Now it's about age, which both share. We'll take that up here next. We'll continue in one moment. And, you're, and the number is 800-848-9292 on the Red Apple Networks. We'll be right back. This is Lou Dobbs Sunday. It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. 
And we're back with you on the Lou Dobbs Sunday Show, Red Apple Networks, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. I had a little tickle in my throat as we went to commercial. That commercial came just in the, just in the nick of time. Uh, can't wait to talk to you. Let's get to the phones. Uh, and let me go to Edward in Florida. Edward, great to have you on the show again. What's up? Yeah, Lou, it's great to talk to you. I always like to call up and let people know what's going on at particular issues that don't get uh, amplified on the news. Um, obviously, the immigration is important, and I've been listening around uh, during the week, and the other side is just all about... Uh, are you are you, are you going to do a newscast for us here? Now, wait a minute. Come oh, on. Oh, no, sorry. Come on. So let me get to my... What's, what's, so, what's on your that. mind? So Yeah, so... What's on my mind is uh, I saw this online on Daily Mail, the ramsacking of uh, railroad cars uh, in L.A. Um, with these box cutters over there. They've been looting them over there uh-huh. in L.A. And right. obviously they're, they're, uh, they have their wind to the back because they know that uh, they're not going to be prosecuted. And this has happened before because Governor Newsom was out there uh, trying to – put a hand on this, but he, it's, it's happening again because crime is out of control. You know, Edward, when, killers are moving out of the cities and they're moving to the suburbs. You know, I was thinking as you were talking about that, because you're right. I mean, crime is out of control in all of the major cities in this country, period. But I was just thinking, you know, these, these guys are creating all the chaos uh, in these cities and going out and robbing uh, the retailers, whomever. But three or four of them get together and says, you know what? Uh, they're not prosecuting us. Why don't we get some box cutters and go out and, and steal everything out of a boxcar? I mean, it's just it's laughable to me on one level. And on the other level, it tells you how sophisticated they've gotten and how much they mean to take. Uh, these are takers, and we are watching chaos. Everyone wants to talk about this in terms of a presidential race between uh, Joe Biden, who I don't think will be around much longer, period, uh, and, of course, Donald Trump, who I think will be the next president of the United States. I don't think there's any doubt about it uh, at this point, certainly not in my mind. But this is real chaos that we are witnessing here because of just exactly what you said. District attorneys, most of these district attorneys, trained, supported, sponsored by George Soros, who means to create as much chaos as he possibly can. And he right now is winning and winning big. Uh, you can go into any retailer in, in Beverly Hills, downtown Los Angeles, you name it, Hollywood Hills. They are wide open for business and for you know, absolute pillage by these these gangs, and it's not going to get it's not going to get better because the Marxist Dems, the Marxist Dems are in control of our federal government, a district attorney's office, prosecutor's office around the country, and also a good part of the judiciary. Edward, we thank you for the call, and let's go to let's go to Robert in Suffolk. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good afternoon, Lou. Good Learn from history. Learn from history, people. Every communist revolution was started from within the target country. They weakened, terrorized the people, and killed their opponents. Then after taking over, millions were starved to get them into submission. This is what's going to happen if we don't get a grip on it and prepare ourselves to defend our own country 
on our own soil. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, and I think, uh, and that was the point I was uh, making earlier, when I said right now, we're looking at a country that is just basically not even sneezing, at ten to fifteen million people who we don't know, who haven't been vetted, we have no idea who they are or who sent them, but we know who let them in, and that's Joe Biden, and and to think that these people are somewhere in our country and we don't even know where, we don't know what they're doing. And where is the anger? Where is the outrage that these people would come in? And more to the point, where is the outrage against the president who would permit such a thing to happen? I, I mean, what is why are our senses so dulled? Are we so numbed by these these ignorant uh, uh, Marxists that we can't react as Americans should? As by the way, the patriots of any nation should. When invaded, we we are sitting here with our jaws agape. Uh, we are sitting here breathing through our teeth and not knowing what to do because we have no leadership. And the leadership we have means to destroy us. And that is the point of history, as Robert put it. Uh, we're going to uh, come back with more of your questions, your thoughts, and uh, engagement on why this country isn't doing more to protect ourselves. Lou Dobbs Sunday is on the air. Welcome back to Lou Dobbs Sunday on the Red Apple Networks, 800-848-9222. That number, 800-848-9222. Let's get to the phones. Uh, folks, we're talking about what this country has to do to wake up to the reality of the dangers within our nation already. Uh, let's go to David in Staten Island. David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. The uh, best statement I can give you is history is being repeated. I just happened to think of something before you picked me up. Kaiser Wilhelm was like Biden. Hitler just came in and said, get the hell out of the chair. We're taking over. That's exactly what's happening now. When ignorance dominates, we lose. I knew certain events were coming when Obama got it. I told it was a Jewish person that someday there'll be an Islamic president, and sure enough, shows up. Death by act of Congress, predominantly Democrats. Yeah, you know, can I say something? I, I, and I probably get in trouble for this, but I have to say, when you you mentioned uh, what you did, uh, David, I'm I often thought for some time, how in the world could it happen? To, to all of the Jews by the millions that they would not see and sense the danger to their country. And I have to tell you, I no longer think that way because I'm witnessing the same thing in this country. We have people who are absolutely uh, numbed. Uh, they're desensitized. They have no sense of what is happening to this country nor how dangerous and threatening this is, this moment in history. Uh, I, you know, I have to say, I, I, I was, I owe somebody an apology because I couldn't understand for years how they could possibly have not uh, run for their lives uh, and that of their families, and to just have this happen to them. And I'm, I'm witnessing a country right now 
that is, frankly, uh, we're slumbering while we should be outraged and awake and aggressively defending our nation. We are watching a, a, a group of Marxist Dems who've taken over the Democrat Party. They've taken over our schools. They've taken over our businesses, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. Nobody knows what it even means other than the meritocracy in this nation is dying, whether it's in our universities, our colleges, our, our high schools. We don't uh, test uh, for excellence and, and, and superior uh, performance, whether it, be, uh, whether it be in math or science or any other subject. We are watching a, a country that suddenly is allowing terrorists to demonstrate on our streets against a people, uh, against a nation that they mean to exterminate? What in the world have we become? We have university presidents who sit before the congressional committee and can't quite bring themselves to say that that genocide is off limits as a as a issue of free speech. I want to, you know, I just can't even believe what this country has become uh, and what we have not done to defend ourselves. Folks, I, if you don't have, if you don't own a firearm, I feel sorry for you because right now you're in trouble. You're in trouble because you probably then have no way to defend yourself, your family, your loved ones. I, I hope that you will think seriously about what I'm saying. And I mean this not to frighten you, but simply to awaken you and prepare you. We are looking at a serious moment in history, and it, it is a moment in history which we as a nation of uh, 360 million people. The last 50 million have come into this country from uh, outside our borders. We don't know who at least 15 to 30 million of them are. Uh, the most recent 15 million arrivals since Joe Biden was elected president. And I'd, I would like to hear from one of you. Somebody tell me how in the world can you blithely go walking along merrily not concerned for your safety, for your nation, for your family, for your neighbors. This is a country right now on the edge of extinction. It's that simple. This is an existential election, and I'm just praying to God that we get to that election because these people who control our government, these Marxists, these Marxist Dems who control our universities, our public schools, the public schools, once as you hear me say all the time, was for, for 150 years for this nation the greatest equalizer in our society, the foundation of the American dream. And it's gone. It's gone in the hands now of two Marxist uh, dim uh, tr uh, teachers unions that really are indifferent to the parents and their rights and to the well-being of their children unless it's a matter of gender affirmation. They're not worried about their education. They're not worried about how well they're doing in school. They're not worried about their health. They're not worried about their future. They're worried about their gender affirmation. Folks, we're, we're a nation that's going mad in the midst of anarchy. And, you, you know, we have to wake up. It's that simple. David, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, Bill in Brooklyn, welcome to Lou Dobbs Sunday. Hey, Lou. How are you? Great. Thank you. Oh, uh, good. Lou, I got two points I'd like to talk on. The first one was late October in 2020, right before the election, where Obama was doing a thing for Biden. And he come running up to the stage, to the podium and started yelling, 
I don't care who wins, man or woman, I'm going to be calling the shots from my laptop in my basement. That was the first sign of the tip-off that he was in control of this. And Trump made him look like a fool. That's why he was in such a rage. Okay? And now you see it's his people, his policies, all in line on steroids. And that's what's put us through this mess. It's Obama. Biden was, like I said, it was the Trojan horse and his way of getting back in and controlling things. And the other thing is that it's the leadership of this country that's poor. And they're going to realize if something does happen, that's when people are going to stand up and take control. Bill, let me let me say something to you. And, and, and I think your points are exact and, and on point. But you, you phrase that, that if our leaders don't wake up, if we don't wake up, we're going to have the same leaders as we've had for the past three years. We're the ones who have to awaken. We are the ones who have to say enough of this madness that you call progressivism, you call liberalism, you call Democrat. Democrat in this country now, and everyone has to get this through their skulls, all of us, and it's hard to hang on to once you do. But you have to remember and understand that if you vote Democrat, you're voting Marxist. And this country right now is this close to becoming a Marxist nation from being a constitutional republic. And why? Because there's been no response for the body politics. Uh, you know, we're, we're not a nation that's responding to, uh, to the Mexican drug cartels taking over our border. We're not responding to 100,000 Americans dying of fentanyl overdoses every year because, uh, because the Mexican drug cartels are in, a, in alignment with the communist China. And they're sending in those drugs, and no one says a word, not our leaders. The only person to stand up and say he's going to take on the cartels on the issue, Donald J. Trump in his presidency. The only one. And you know what the reaction was from the left-wing press? Oh, my gosh, he is talking about hurting the drug cartels. I, I mean, it was that silly. We're a nation of soft and gutless people and I'm only talking, frankly, about our military leadership in the Pentagon. Uh, you get out to the body politic, you've got some pretty tough people, but they don't know what to do with uh, with this invasion because they're not near it or proximate to it. And no one, no one uh, who uh, stands up and defends themselves, their children in a school or on the street right now, no one can do that without fear of being prosecuted by some Marxist Soros-sponsored prosecutor, and you, you know, it, it's just a terrible, terrible point uh, to to make. But it is that serious. Prepare for the worst, because right now we are headed toward the worst, and you have to understand that. And if you want a historical uh, uh, analog, uh, you have nowhere to look but uh, 1930s uh, Germany. It's it's almost an exact analog only with Marxist Dems taking over the nation rather than uh, the right. Uh, Bill, your thought? thing like Nazi Germany and the brown shirts, it's the same page they've taken out of the communist playbook. History repeats itself over and over. And I tell people, you're not going to realize until it hits at home. Don't listen to these politicians. Look at how they vote. We have poor leaders that are woke and that are cowards. It's the people throughout our history that saved this nation. Look at World War II, the greatest generation 
if they if these people were around to see what's going on now, they'd be doing backflips. How these people are allowing this, and like I said, people are afraid because they're in the power. They can arrest people and do horrible things oh, too, we, and make things up. Bill, you're right. You know? We have we've already lost that freedom, uh, the freedom from fear. Uh, which uh, the uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt talked about. We have only fear to, you know, to fear, and and we have now so much more to fear. Uh, the law through the lawfare, you're going to be sued uh, through uh, social opprobrium. Uh, you're going to be, uh, you know, in some ways isolated or shunned. Uh, the the power of the left. I mean, you have only looked at January 6th and the political prisoners, the hostages of the left there, uh, prosecutors overcharging these poor people who were there for a demonstration, 90 percent of them. Uh, and now, three years later, later, many of them haven't had even a trial date, let alone a trial. This is no longer America when you can do that to hundreds of Americans with impunity. The message is clear. If you are on the right, if you're a moderate, do not Raise your head, do not protest, and above all, do not raise your voice, because this is, this will have consequences uh, that would have been impossible 10 years ago even. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, a nation that is in imminent uh, danger of being overwhelmed from within by the left, by the Marxists, and it is the same as the Democrat Party and the Biden administration. And, oh, yes, when we come back, we're going to take up Obama. And a lot of people think Michelle Obama is the one just waiting uh, for for President Biden to walk out the door. Is it true? Do you think she's the one or is she the last one? We'll take that up on Lute Hobbs Sunday. Stay with us, 800-848-9222. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is Lou Dobbs Sunday. It's Lou Dobbs Sunday. Welcome back and great to have you with us on a beautiful Sunday afternoon in America. Uh, 800-848-9222, Red Apple Networks, Lou Dobbs Sunday. I love it. I love it. And I love talking with you. So let's get it. Uh, let, let's get to the lines. And I want to just say this heat, this all of this talk about Michelle Obama, uh, my friend uh, Cindy Adams, she thinks she's running. It just, you know, it's amazing. Sources telling her, and her sources are impeccable, uh, that she and uh, Barack have not. So, well, what's going on? But what's interesting is uh, David Axelrod, who has been the uh, consigliore to the Obamas from uh, from the beginning of his career, uh, he has said she's not running. She's not running. So which is it? Is she running or isn't she? And I think most political analysts, uh, Republican and Democrat, think she might be formidable. I personally am not among those who think that, uh, that she would be a difficult, uh, a difficult candidate to uh, to take on. But perhaps I'm uh, perhaps I could be wrong. Uh, let's go to the phones and find out what you think about everything. Uh, we're going to go to Pamela in New Jersey. Pamela, great to have you with us on Lou Dobbs Sunday. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Dobbs. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I, I don't understand. I spend sleepless nights worrying about this. 
America has lost its, its virtue. Every, uh, everybody's high in, in New York oh, City and Colorado. And, and we've, uh, you know, we did it with Bud Light, but I, I don't see how people can pay to go to the Super Bowl and these celebrities when they all hate this country. Most of them, most of them, not all of them, but most of them hate this country. How can you slap down $8,600 for tickets for a game filled with people who hate our country? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And I, and I don't get why, for example, Taylor Swift uh, is a is a, a Marxist dim. I mean, she's a Democrat, so that makes her a Marxist as far as I'm concerned. She shows up in a $70 million uh, uh, jet that she just flew from uh, Tokyo uh, to get to Vegas via Los Angeles to see her boyfriend who's paying for, I think it's a couple of million dollars for a suite for the fam uh, to enjoy the Super Bowl. And these people are the Democrats. I, I mean, you talk about a meritocracy. He's the best tight end in in the country, uh, in the NFL. She is the biggest name in show business and in entertainment, period, worldwide. Okay? That's meritocracy because it's her talent that she is trading on, and it's Travis Kelsey's talent. And they're th- throwing, they're blowing that money pretty quick. But they could blow it, you know, every every week, and it wouldn't run out because they've got so much of it now. But they would be nowhere if this was, you know, well, you know, we've got everybody's got to have the same outcome, everybody has to have the same salary, and you know, you can't really get up there and be in front of the chorus. You've got to be just one of the voices, and we're going to get you all the same color uniforms, you know, just like they did in Nazi Germany. That's what we're witnessing here. We're watching a combination of what happened uh, in Stalin's Russia and Hitler's Germany. And and people are walking around like this is just a normal moment in history, that to have a, a, a Joe Biden in the White House doesn't really matter because we're the world's most powerful nation. We were the nation's most powerful nation. There is every reason to think that Russia and Vladimir Putin uh, have the hypersonic missile that just absolutely defeats uh, everything we could throw at them. Uh, the the issues are huge and the threats are very real. Uh, and I don't want you to not sleep well at night, but I do want you to be wide awake during the day, Pamela. Have we got a deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I constantly, they know me. Uh, Andy Biggs knows me in Arizona, his office. Ted Cruz knows me and uh, Blackburn knows me. And Great. I tell them I live in a I live in a blue state. I can't call my politician, so I have to call you guys. I think that's wonderful, Pamela. That's great. <laughs> Thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it, and keep calling them and uh, and stay awake. We have to be vigilant. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go right now uh, to Judith. Uh, excuse me, to Elliot in Florida. Yeah, hey, Mr. hi, Mister Dobbs. I think you're the best. I agree 100 percent with what you say. Well, thank I you. Even the call that before. Even the call before is wonderful. Just, just yeah, wonderful. absolutely. Uh, now, now, here's what I wanted to ask you. You were talking about that before, just before, you know, before. You say Michelle Obama's not formidable, and mm-hmm. I hope you're right, because believe me, that's my biggest worry. Why do you think that? Because my thinking is this, real fast. She'll get all the um, minorities, and the women love her. I don't know why she's so popular, but she is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how Trump could beat her. I hope I'm wrong, but I just want to know your thoughts. Well, you know, you may be right and I may be wrong, but that's just an opinion that's based on this. She is, uh, first of all, unqualified. She's never done anything. 
And I think David Axelrod, even though I think he's fronting for the Obamas when he says it, he says they're not running because she doesn't like politics. She doesn't want to be on the campaign trail. She, another way of saying she doesn't want to be just mixing with the, you know, the little people. She wants to be traveling the world and doing her, her righteous thing now that she's got a couple of hundred million in the bank. Uh, I, I don't know which is right. Axelrod didn't say it that way. That's my interpretation. But they've, they've made a lot of money. They've got, what, three, four mansions uh, from Hawaii to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, it's it's a lot to, lot to give up if you're not interested in politics, and she surely is not interested in the well-being of this country. Uh, she didn't travel with her husband, for example, when he was running for, uh, for Senate uh, back in 2004, uh, she was, he said, on the campaign trail with him twice for that. Uh, she's indifferent to it. So I don't think, I, I don't think she's the, she's not the candidate to worry about. The candidate to worry about is, uh, is, in my opinion, uh, without question, Donald Trump. Uh, he is the man has a record. Everybody knows who he is and what he can do and what he has done for this nation. Uh, and, boy, do the left hate him. And that's enough to tell you that he is exactly the man for the job, if nothing else does. And I think everything else speaks to his to his favor. And we better pray. We better pray that Donald Trump gets in. Uh, and we better pray in the meantime that we get to that election day and that uh, somehow it's not as rigged as it once was, say, in 2020. Lou Dobbs Sunday. Thanks.